When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. Jason Fitz arguing about big boy pants is the content we're all here for. Really? Fitz, uh, there's something wrong with that guy. (laughs) And we don't have a long enough show to get through all that. And also, I'm not getting paid to dissect that. So we're going to let that stand. big boy pants or bigger big boy pants? Jason Fitz or Joe Fortenbaugh? You can tweet to him. Let him know. At Joe Fortenbaugh. You can tweet to me as well. At Amber W Sports, I mean, Joe get Amber. at me, Fitz. Get at me, uh, UConn. What do you want? We told you this show told you UConn was going to win the title, seventeen to one. How many more predictions do you need? This is a two-way street. If you want to be friends, you got to throw something our way. If we're going to continue to throw things your way, well, I will say he's a little bit amiss in accusing you, out of all people, of not providing the picks because. All you do is provide the picks. And 130. Put I mean, we have made it's quite literally one, your job. <laughs> 130 picks we have made on this show since we launched. We're 68 and 62. We're up 14.8 units. There's literally nothing else we can do. Whatever he's talking about, again, there's not enough time in the day to solve the, the riddle wrapped in the enigma, wrapped in the burrito wrapper that is Jason Fitz. Huh? Joe and Amber is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. I would imagine on Fitz and Harry, they were talking about the Ravens situation with Lamar Jackson. And things got a little bit more interesting because the general manager, Eric DaCosta, was in front of a microphone today. And they made it very clear, it, the general manager along with the head coach, uh, player, a uh, personnel director, they were all in front of a microphone for a Ravens presser. And they made it very clear to the media today, you're not asking us any Lamar questions. And it seems absurd to me. I understand it was supposed to be a NFL draft luncheon, right? So it was supposed to be, hey, media, come talk to us. We'll answer questions about the draft. But the draft is affected by who's under center. And that's also the biggest story in the National Football League right now is what's happening with that guy, a former MVP. How are you not going to field any questions about it? You can tell they're frustrated. DaCosta's frustrated. You go into something like that, You know, and he's a smart guy. He's done a great job. This is a relatively smart organization. They've been very consistent, very steady for a long time. It's what you want in a football franchise. Baltimore's done a nice job. But you know going into this that you are going to be asked about Jackson. And what you should just say is, we have no updates. There are no updates. And as soon as we have more information to provide you, I will provide you with that information. But there is nothing new on that front right now. You answer the question. You don't tell people you're not going to answer the question. You don't tell people you're not going to deal with that today. Why? Why does it have to be so standoffish? Answer it. You don't have to give them anything. Just tell them flat out, look, we don't have any updates. If we did, I would give you one. I'm sorry. Nothing has changed on that front. And as soon as it does, I'm sure we'll meet again soon. And I'll be happy to update you on that. There. He sounds like a frustrated guy. 
as he should be, because that organization has an elite defense and a legitimate shot at winning the AFC next year if they've got Lamar under center and if he stays healthy throughout the course of the season. If they don't have Lamar Jackson, they're looking at an 8-9 and nine record. Maybe they backdoor the playoffs and then get booted in the first round like they just did. And in fairness to DaCosta, this thing's been going on for 52 months or whatever it's been that we've been right. having this conversation about the Lamar Jackson Ravens contract I mean it's been at least two years I mean he's been doing this for at least 24 months and I think longer than that and so I would imagine if you're part of that organization you are very tired of just having to even think about things nevertheless having to answer those questions about the Lamar situation and also I don't think that they do have answers I mean in fairness to them I don't think they probably want to give us any clarity if they did but also they probably don't I mean it doesn't seem like things are happening on that front seems like everyone's deadlocked and kind of stuck and if you're stuck then there's not much new to say and then you're just frustrated that you're having to say the same old thing over and over again at a press conference they're digging in and I can understand why Lamar's digging in, and I can understand why. Both sides have their positions. They have their thoughts, their ideologies for how this should go, and they're going to stand their ground. Generally, when you get really close to a deadline is when you get movement, but they've been close to several deadlines before and nothing's happened. Right. And if you're the Ravens and you want to go ahead and decide to make a move in the draft on the quarterback position and you do it early, you're sending a signal to the rest of the league, we're moving on from Lamar, come get him but you're going to have to sell them pennies on the dollar. On the flip side to that, be careful if you're Lamar Jackson because if the Ravens are the team that's willing to offer the most money, look at what just happened to Aaron Rodgers. He overplayed his hand in Green Bay, comes out of the darkness, and all of a sudden finds out that an organization it feels like he wanted to retire with has decided they're moving on from him. Right. If you toy too long, if you play with your food too much, maybe your food will bite back at some point. That feels like the situation in Green Bay. We'll see if that ends up being the situation with Baltimore. But you mentioned their their ability to draft a quarterback and you mentioned deadlines. And it does feel like the next deadline coming up for the Ravens is the NFL draft because they're going to have a decision to make about that quarterback position. Do they address the quarterback position in the draft? If they do, how high? Could things get really interesting with that 22nd pick where you have a hand hooker available or even an Anthony Richardson or a Will Levis who falls much further than projected. Eric DaCosta, the Ravens general manager, said they would consider drafting a quarterback. It depends on the board. It really does. I mean, I'd have to say yes because we have uh, quarterbacks in our top 31. So just based on that alone, simple math, I would have to say yes. Now we don't know where the quarterbacks are in those 31 picks on their big board there. We don't know if they're talking, sure, we'll draft a quarterback in the fifth round, or if they're talking, sure, we'll draft a quarterback in the first round. I'm with oh, you, Oh, you have C.J. Take... Stroud in your top 31? Shocking. Shocking right. that yeah. C.J. Stroud in your top Crazy. 31. Yeah. Crazy that he would be there. It, it, they do take a quarterback, though, in the first round. I agree with you. That sends a clear message that they're planning to move on from Lamar. They're not going to get things worked out with Lamar. Now, at that point, do we finally see teams come in with an offer sheet? Because one of the trepidations right now might be – we're not going to present an offer sheet because then the Ravens are just going to match it. But if the Ravens just used a first-round pick on a quarterback, then the Ravens probably aren't going to match it. So let's come in with an offer sheet, and then the Ravens get two first-round picks in return. Or don't even bother with the offer sheet and just go directly to the Ravens and, and offer them something. Because the offer sheet then means if they don't match it, that's two first-round picks you're giving up. 
I think once you draft a quarterback in the first round, it's not going to cost two first-round picks to get Lamar Jackson. You can get him for a lot cheaper. He's going to cost a lot. Any team making a move for him is going to have to give him a really big contract that he agrees to. Mm -hmm. So outside of that, how much more is a team going to want to give the Ravens knowing they're moving on from Jackson? Certainly not two first-round picks. I mean, the Broncos just gave up, what, five picks for Russell Wilson? Yeah. including a first-rounder, plus handed him a monster contract on the back end. We've certainly seen it before. Yeah, but they I, that, that situation, I mean, we have. But when you know, I don't know if, if – did Denver know that Seattle was done with him? Like, that situation th- never right, boiled over to this point. I don't think they were as point. clear, but, I mean, Seattle was shopping him. Yeah. So it was pretty obvious they were done with him. Like, they were obviously willing to move on from him. They were shopping him. I mean, that looks like a terrible but deal how, in hindsight. It's so not the best deal of reference, that, but – Going back, uh, how public was that? Did we all as, talk about that for? It felt no. It felt like that came out of left field, as not if like as they were shopping him, but it was quiet, wasn't it? Wasn't that it a was quiet shopping until the very end? It was quiet until the very end, and then after he got traded, that's when all the reports started coming out, and that's when the other Jeez. former Seattle Seahawks players started implying that things weren't great in the locker room and that think people were frustrated right. by the way that Russell Wilson conducted business at times. And we didn't really hear any of that when he was in Seattle, when we thought things were good for all those years. That ends up being a bad deal, at least for the time being. In hindsight, Lamar Jackson, though, a lot younger and a lot better, arguably, yep. at least right now, than Russell Wilson. Coming up next, who's more likely to win the NBA title? We are going to argue to the death which is what we do here on Joe and Amber. Jury duty is coming your way next on ESPN Radio. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So one of the things that we like to do on Joe and Amber is put our law degrees to the test. Joe's got to have some use for his law degree, right? So this is what his parents (laughs) always dreamed of when he decided to go to law school. One day he'd put it to use, and here we are. On ESPN Radio, we are putting it to use as we battle things out. We argue to the death. 
as we say. We like to keep things very dramatic in a little segment that we like to call Jury Duty. All right. It's time to state your case. Welcome to Jury Duty. This is Jury Duty with Joe and Amber. Jury Duty is brought to you by the law offices of Cordell and Cordell, the Honorable James Steele residing. Probably closer to dishonorable, but uh, we like to do jury duty here. And um, so we came up with this one today. Uh, we're going to uh, put three teams together, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Denver Nuggets. And we're going to ask the question, who is more likely to win the NBA title this year? One of those three teams, the Bucks, Sixers, or Nuggets, or the field, and the floor is yours, Joe. I will take the Bucks, Sixers, and Nuggets pod because the Bucks are going to win the title, and I want them in my pocket. Now, you might be saying to yourself, all right, foreign ball, if you take that, you only get three teams, and Amber gets 20 teams, 10 playoff teams, including the play-in in each conference. Not really. This is a one-versus-two matchup. That's all it is. I have one team, she has two teams, and I've got insurance in my pocket. Let uh-huh. me explain what that means. I, I'm, I got the Bucks. That's all I really care about. In the opening round, they're going to play a nobody. They're going to advance. In the next round, they're going to get the winner of the Knicks-Cavaliers matchup. Meanwhile, Philly and Boston need to play against each other in the second round. Now, if Boston advances, I lose Philadelphia, but I'm not banking on them anyway. If Philadelphia wins, I've got Milwaukee versus Philadelphia in the conference finals, which means I advance to the finals. And when I get a team in the finals, the only thing I'm worried about is who comes out of the West. That is one of her teams as long as it's not Denver. That's what it comes down to. I'm taking the best team. She might have 20 teams, but how excited are you about Chicago, Toronto, Atlanta, Brooklyn, uh, the Pelicans, the Timberwolves, the Thunder. The reality of the situation is I've got the path on my side. I'm going to get Milwaukee versus possibly Philly, but if not Philly, Boston, and then I end up in the finals. And if I'm not going against Denver, I just need to win the championship matchup. I'm a favorite to get there. I'm a favorite to win it all. It's the Milwaukee, Denver, Philadelphia pod. So basically, Joe is taking the Milwaukee, Denver. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. There are supposed to be sound effects there. That, I believe, I is a problem done. from behind the, the stage. Trigger finger, Nick's trigger finger was a little slow. Sleeping back just there. Just get it going. That was, not me. that was not me. That was James. <laughs> it was the oh, wow. honorable me. So to be clear, the first time the ever Amber doesn't me. bash you during this segment, you come in just fumbling all over the place? I feel like she's, she's uh, trying a different approach to this uh, jury duty today. But uh, we'll, we'll just move on here. Uh, the floor is yours, Amber. Thank you. May it, okay, all right. <laughs> Enough of sound effects. May it, may it please the court. Everyone calm down. So basically, Joe's argument is that Milwaukee is going to win the NBA title. And that's the argument that he has, because he very clearly in that argument laid out that he doesn't actually believe in the 76ers or in the Denver Nuggets. And so essentially, he's taking one team over the rest of the entire field. And already I'm winning this because of the strength in numbers. Yes, the Milwaukee Bucks right now are the favorite to win the NBA title. They're at the top of the NBA power rankings. So they're the 
easy play in that regard. But you have to look at all these other teams that I have available to me. And one of them being the Phoenix Suns, who happens to have arguably the best player in the entire game or maybe the best offensive player of his entire generation playing on that team now alongside two other superstars. Yes, health can be a concern for that team, but that team is put together to win a championship. And so it is conceivable that Katie is finally on the team that's going to get it done and that he will finally live up to those expectations. But it's not just the Suns that's available to me. It's also the team right under the Milwaukee Bucks in terms of the odds to win an NBA title and in terms of the power rankings. And that's the Boston Celtics. And if you're giving me both the Suns and the Celtics, I'm feeling decent about my opportunity here to get an NBA title. The Boston Celtics were the best team in the NBA through the first half of the season. The second half of the season has changed things a little bit, but it hasn't changed things a ton in terms of the standings and in terms of those other categories that I just mentioned. That's a formidable team that was in the finals last season that has been on pace with how this team is built, with that young core to continue its trajectory, this would be the prime time for them to win a title. This would be that prime time for them to take a next step. They have the finals experience. This time, Jason Tatum will actually show up and play on that stage. There's other teams like the Los Angeles Clippers that we hardly ever mention because, yes, they're never healthy, but Kawhi Leonard is playing basketball, and Kawhi Leonard is still Kawhi Leonard, and he himself has the NBA titles and the finals MVP. And then Paul George is supposed to be back for at least the second round of these playoffs. If he comes back and they can finally gel and get healthy, I know we say it year after year after year, but another team that is supposed to be constructed to win a championship. There's also the wild card teams. There's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Could they get it done? They're a very good team there. Could the I mean, the Los Angeles Lakers, who I have a hard time believing in, but you're talking about the greatest player in the world on the Los Angeles Your Lakers. Your Honor, I, I think we've heard enough. I think and, we've heard enough. So the point is, if we just go through all the other teams, it's strength in numbers when it comes to the field. And you can't convince me that the Denver Nuggets are going to win an NBA title right now. You can't convince me even of the 76ers. His argument that has any strength is the Milwaukee Bucks. But if you are, I'm terrible at math, but if you are giving me one team versus every other team in the postseason, every other team in the postseason is where I'll put my money. Yeah, counterpoint. Counterpoint. I, I want a rebuttal. I, I, you're not the judge. I want a rebuttal, and then she can have a rebuttal. I want a rebuttal. She can have a rebuttal. Your Honor, I'll, I'll allow it quickly. You got She's seconds. not. She doesn't get the Suns and the Clippers. Both teams can't make it to the finals. You only get one of those teams out of the West. That's not it's how not it works. You asked me for the sake of this argument right. whether I'm taking the entire field, so it could be the Suns or it could be the Clippers. Right, but they'd have to knock each other out. You're only going to get one team out of the West. You I only get, get both one of those team. teams. They can't both win the teams. West. The, ch- they, the, the question is who's going to win the title. No. <laughs> you only get one team to emerge out of the West. If the Suns were to win the title, then I would win this but scenario. You, but if the, the Suns Clippers and were the to Clippers win the title, both I would can't win. get there. You're All right, go ahead, James. Yeah, order in the court. <laughs> All right. You should have just let her keep talking because we were expecting her to say the Knicks and then she would have just I been wanted completely... to throw the Knicks in there just to make you guys yeah, lose your head been... of your mind. But they got to play the Cavs she... in the opening round. I know One of she, them's going to get bounced. She, she, uh, so after, right after a long deliberation back here, Nick and I have decided that we're going to go with Amber. Uh, oh, morons. She almost, Total she, almost morons. Her, she almost talked herself out of winning this by bringing up the Clippers and the Cavaliers. 
And if she would you have two also have mentioned no the Knicks, idea how math works. Over, I was over. trying to find more less controversial teams. I don't think but, you get how this oh game is, Joe. And you needed this game. She has, she has, she has the two finalists last year. And the Suns. Order, they order, can't both make the, the championship game. Order in the court. Oh she my God! This is what you deal with when you step down in the sewers. Who were finalists last year, and she has all the star power. They're gonna Amber knock each other one. out. Do you not understand how the playoffs it work? Matter if they knock each other out, as long as one of them is still standing at the end, then I win because they're part of the field. Oh, <laughs> oh that's just so, it's coming so up next. This is how we fight to the death. See, every time I just killed Joe. Coming up next, the Masters. <laughs> They start tomorrow, and that's a bucket list event for one of the members of our show. Joe and Amber, the podcast. The time like no other, right? What is it? Any other? What's the saying? Help a me tradition out, like tradition. No wow. You know, really firing on all cylinders today. Don't give me that look, James Steele. It has been a little Mike bit Maloney. of a rough show here on Joe and Amber. If you missed any of it, you can check out the podcast on the ESPN app. All you have to do. Also, turn, turn, this, turn this song off. This reminds me of the Phillies losing the World Series. Turn this off. I know All what that is. That's a New York troll job from behind the scenes. Smart, smart I can smell that oh, from yeah, a mile he's, away. He's laughing. He knows. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. It's he a troll job from a New York fan. And it's a very nice song, though. It's very catchy. Nothing is against it? Robin. Is it? All right, All right, so we're well, going to get into just focus on the, the, the Masters, you know, the a master. tradition unlike any other. We're gonna there you go. Get into that. Much better. Congratulations. In just, <laughs> a tradition unlike any other. We're going to get into that in just moments. But first, we got some more pizza money headed your way. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, so it's the Masters edition. We have uh, Scotty Scheffler in the first round over Rory McIlroy, minus 115. Phil Mickelson is the low senior at plus 120. Tiger Woods, yes, to make the cut at minus 160. Now we're going to play a little prop. Which will be the low-scoring live golfer? Of all the live golfers, who will perform the best? Cameron Smith, the winner of the Open Championship, will be my selection. That is a 5-1 to one wager. Smith has played very well here in the past. He's put up a top 10 in four of his last five starts. He's put up a top five in three of his last five starts. He was third here last year, 10th here two years ago. He was tied for second back in 2020. The dude can play, but he's being priced like a guy who's not really in great form because he's on the live tour. We don't see him much anymore. He lives for Augusta. So I have him as the low scoring live golfer, Cam Smith, five to one pizza money number, whatever this one is four. When you're playing this course, does it ever cross your mind? This could be the last time. Yes, it has. Last year was kind of a... Didn't know if I was going to play again. Joe and Amber is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm having a little bit of a rough show. I think because I'm a little tired, guys. I decided to become a professional DIYer this week. What's that? Like, you know, do, do it yourself. DIYer, yeah, but what are you, you know? doing yourself besides oh, being tired? So I'm glad you asked, Joe. Uh, <laughs> well, so over the weekends, I remulched my entire property, um, all the landscaping, and also re-rocked my entire pool. And then yesterday- That is shocking. I would have pegged you as someone to pay somebody I and probably below the dirt. minimum wage for something like that. I, yeah, that's how well, I, I had previously pegged me as that person as well, so that's fair. <laughs> However, for some reason, this past weekend, I decided to go on a tear, and I went to Home Depot like 37. 
seven times Ugh. and did manual labor all weekend long, which was glorious because it, it I felt so useful in life. And then I just got bit by the DIY bug. And so I decided to repaint my outdoor sconces yesterday and refurbish them. And then today I refurbished an entire outdoor chandelier. This is the things I'm doing before the show. Change, so the an outdoor chandelier. Today, you hear this? Yeah, an outdoor, outdoor chandelier. chandelier. Loud and clear yeah. back here. I forgot I had to do that this weekend too. Her sconces is what I don't even know what that is. It's just a lighting fixture on your house. Yes, you do. You guys have sconces as well. I call it a lighting fixture. You just don't know what they're called. All right, fine. I refer to lighting fixtures. The point is, I'm a little tired because I've been doing a lot of manual labor before this show. I probably should have had a half calf before I got on air. Lesson learned. It is Master's Week, though. It's a tradition, unlike any other. Many have said, just like it's the normal thing. Her outdoor it is a normal thing down here. It's normal if it. you're like Bezos. On, he on probably Amber has a chandelier Island. hanging over his head wherever like a, he walks. I didn't say it was an opulent chandelier. It was just, you know, it hangs. Chandelier, by definition, porch. means opulence. If you said light fixture, we'd be like, yeah, it's probably not opulent. You said chandelier. The first thought is that's very classy. I don't chandelier think- is a classy word. Okay, I don't know. I'm not a lighting expert. I don't think that's... I think technically the fixture is referred to that I'm referring to as a chandelier, but it's not like some super fancy opulent thing. When you clean those, do you drink Dom or (laughs) Vouv? I I don't know what's so funny. We both know you're you're drinking one of them. The, The point is... That it's Masters Week. And so I'm going to need my to save my energy to watch the first round of the Masters tomorrow. It is a big, big week. And I understand that this is the one sporting event in the world that Joe Fortenbaugh has never attended that would kill to attend, essentially. Very much. I would not kill another human being to attend well, this event. I think maybe that's a fight, big Maybe argue with me to the death I'd on argue. A, a jury duty. Yeah, I mean, I always like putting this stuff out to the callers. Triple H, say ESPN. If you could go to just one sporting event and you get to do it in style too. It's like if you're going to the final four and you want to go, you're not sitting up in the rafters. You get to sit right down on the floor. Like if you could do anything ringside at a title fight, what would it be? I go back and forth between two of them, but the more I think about it, the more others can come into play. Attending the masters would be incredible. It would be absolutely incredible to see those hollowed grounds to watch golf as a spectator sport is fantastic to begin with. The weather in Georgia this time of year, generally nice, although there's a lot of rain expected this weekend. That's right up there with the Formula One race that's in Monte Carlo, Monaco, end of May. That's the type of – like, Amber, you're the type of person that would be at an event like that. I mean, like it's, I was, it's people who drink chandeliers I and pour champagne I, in their bathtubs I, to clean them. I, yeah, uh-huh. Those are the two events. I, I was like, supposed that's where I'm to be at. at that Formula One race. I actually had reservations to be there last year. And Which had one? To cancel Monaco? At the one in Monaco. I've been to Monaco before. Oh it is one of my very favorite places on planet Earth. She, she had and to I, cancel James, going somewhere. Just, oh, gosh. Can you believe geez. it? She was yeah. supposed to go What somewhere. happened this time? And then she didn't. Oh, I can't believe it. She has tickets I, to go I, everywhere and goes nowhere. I've never met anyone who has access to I've more been to and Monaco attends before. less. I've been there. But before. you didn't go to the Formula One there. race. I did not. It was a different time of year. Uh, what and happened? I always wanted well, to go know, back for that. Business. I was supposed to go last year with my father and my stepmother. They ended up going. I wasn't able to make it. They left you behind, huh? Well, Smart. Yeah, of course I would have done the same. Went. I would have done the same. I would have realized, yeah. you know what? The money we're going to spend for this <laughs> chandelier drinking, champagne spraying, ungrateful, <laughs> we're going to go on our own. 
That that would be a fun event, though. I mean, think about the think about the elbows you would rub at an event like that. That would be unbelievable. Yes, that's still on my list. Uh, What's on? What's the top of your list? Uh, that would be on the list. I mean, the Masters, I think, would be on the list, even though I'm not a huge golf fan necessarily. I mean, like a very casual, like I'll watch the Masters this weekend. I mean, a very casual golf fan, but it's such a iconic event. And I think any of those iconic events I'd love to go to. I've been to a lot of stuff. James and I were having this argument in the pre-show meeting, though, because James, of course, said, well, for me, it would have been the Super Bowl this year, but not the Super Bowl normally. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not how this game works. It can't yeah, be you don't get to, where, where I'm going to go root my team just the event. on. Yeah, yeah any of us would choose our team. It's got to be the event you don't have a stake in, the event that you're not, that you don't have a particular rooting interest that you would still want to show up to. Right, James, if you're picking, and I know you would, a monster truck rally and Gravedigger's not there, sorry. <laughs> you still get that monster truck rally. I don't like monster trucks. No, monster trucks I, are pretty sweet. And then, and then I said, well, what about WrestleMania? And, of course, Amber laughed at me. That well, counts. I, I said, yeah. That's well, the event you would want to go to, WrestleMania? Event, she said. I said it counts as an event. I'm not sure that we're within the confines. Uh, it's close enough. I'll allow it. I'll allow that. That's close enough. That one That's works. on the edge for me. At I didn't you, say no. I didn't. At least she gave an answer, out. unlike Amber, who gave no answer. Well, that's Classic because she's been out. everywhere. I've oh, been, been to a lot of stuff. Four. So I've then James was Super making fun Bowl. of me before the show because of that, too. Which was since I just revealed that I have an outdoor chandelier and I've been to Monaco. Now everyone's going to think I'm so fancy. But yes, I've been to a men's final well, four yeah, before. That's exactly the to, definition of fancy. It's not, we're not going to think you're fancy because it's implied. It's being, to, first of all, where do you hang an outdoor chandelier? What does it hang from? It's just, it's just a light fixture that's hanging from the ceiling. All right. We got to move on from what? the outdoor chandelier. It's just a ceiling. A hanging outside I'm on my, sure, right? out, my front of... porch. Her outdoor kitchen. Her, her, I, I do her third kitchen. Outdoor kitchen. It's Florida. We all have outdoor kitchens. What was I saying? I, we've really have you ever seen... I've been to a title fight. I've been to a Mayweather fight. What's the thing uh, with Joe Exotic? The show Tiger yes, King. Tiger what was King. that thing called? Tiger, Tiger King. The, the thing that was popular on Netflix yeah, when we were all COVID. Yeah, the Tiger King, yeah. It's called Tiger King? Yeah. yeah it doesn't feel so. right. All right, Tiger King. Carol Baskin had a residence in Florida. She didn't have an what outdoor kitchen. So when you, say, when you say everyone in Florida has an outdoor kitchen, Carol Baskin did not have an outdoor kitchen. That's all right. Well, I don't. I don't. She got away with killing her husband. From what I understand, Carol Baskin. Uh, where were we at? Oh, sporting events. Give us your. You've been to all event. of them. That's what we've, we I got haven't been to. to all, I have not been to a Super Bowl. But have you been Super to the World Bowl Cup? Pretty corporate. I have not. No. You know what? There you go. World Cup would be dope. Glad Actually, I could get that just, answer for you. Any of the European soccer games, like any of the major, like going to a Man U game. You know that. Okay. Would be, there you go. That would be so, so cool. That would probably be close to the top of my list. Give us a call. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Because football is my favorite sport, but the Super Bowl is so corporate. Oh, yeah. I would like yeah. to go to it, but I don't I, think it would I, be I too very have grown top tired of, of the Super Bowl. James, what about you? Just the Super Bowl. I'm so well, no, over it. Hold yeah. on. So fairness mid. to me, him and Nick mid. said the same thing off air. So mid. So mid. You're, look at you, all trendy. I don't Coming even know next. what it means. Someone said it on our sh- on Daily Wager the other day, and we all started making Ask fun. Nick we, we have no idea he's, what it means. He's 12. Nick, what does mid mean? It's just like the definition of eh. Like, it's okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, all right. That makes plenty of sense. <laughs> so far, the show has been pretty mid. Uh, help eh, us out. That'd be a compliment. The phone lines are open. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your turn to weigh into the show. 
What would be the one a sporting event that you would want to attend if you could attend one for free anywhere in the world? Or you can bring us any of your hottest takes as well. Triple Eight say ESPN. The phone lines are open here on Joe and Amber. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Phone lines are open here on Joe and Amber. We are going to get to your phone calls in just moments. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Before we get to your calls, though, Joe's got more betting advice for you. Pizza money alert. Pizza, pizza. All right, Masters Edition. Here are the picks so far tonight. Scotty Scheffler over Rory McIlroy in round one, minus 115. Phil Mickelson, the low senior, plus 120. Tiger Woods, yes to make the cut, minus 160. Cameron Smith, the low live golfer at five to one. These are two futures plays to win the tournament outright. They're half unit plays. We're not going a full, full unit, half unit. Number one, Tony Finau at 22 to one. Number two, Tom Hoagie at 120 to one. Let's start with Finau. Three top tens here in his five career starts at Augusta. He's played very well in this course. He won in Houston back in November, and since then he's made nine starts, finishing the top 25 in all nine of those events. Fifth on tour in strokes gain T to green, which is an important metric here. So Tony Finau at 20 to 1. In addition, Tom Hoagie, 120 to 1. He's a grinder. He's one of the best iron players on tour. He's coming off a monster 2022 campaign. He played here last year for the first time, so he is not a rookie. That experience matters. Look it up. Final two pizza monies of the night. I got the first one wrong. It's Tony Finau, 22 to 1. Tom Hoagie, 120 to 1. Half unit wagers. 13 black odds. No winner. Spin the wheel. Make a deal. It's a game of chance. Let's play. Call a roulette with Joe and Amber. Let's do it. Triple eight. Say ESPN. Robert is in Arizona. Robert, thanks for the call. What do you have for us? Well, here's what I got. I got uh, the FA Cup in England. Um, I grew up there. So uh, that would be my my choice. I'd I'd love to have seats right in the front row. And then, uh, Amber, just just so you know, I've got your new nickname. It's uh, Gucci Girl. You (laughs) know, here in Arizona... Nice. We we call the uh, that that light fixture you're calling a chandelier just a fan and a light. That's it. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, thanks for the call. I probably did deserve that. The FA Cup is a good one. He said he grew up there, though. He didn't sound like he grew up in England, but it very. But yes, a very good nomination. Going he came across over the here. He, he lost the accent. Moved to Arizona. Has light possible. fixtures and Has fans, fixtures not chandeliers. Fans. <laughs> I like those blue collar uh, calls. Keep them coming, man of we the were, people, Joe we Fornbolas. We were asking if you could attend one sporting event anywhere in the world for free. What would it be? Let's spin the wheel. John. John is in Reno. John, thanks for the call. Go ahead. John in Reno. Another blue collar town. No, John. I'm moving on. Mason. Mason is in Utah. Mason, thanks for the call. Go ahead. Appreciate it. Uh, Seems like we're all hopping the pond, but I would definitely have to say Wimbledon. Oh, very classy. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I mean, I would even love to attend that, and I'm not, you know, some, <laughs> you like, avid. F- 
<laughs> you don't well, say. I hear that. I hear they drink champagne there. It's like a caviar kind of crowd. It sounds like my thing. Yeah, James, uh, you hear that? She'd go to Wimbledon. <laughs> she didn't say anything about the U.S. Open with all those screaming New Yorkers. Right. Of course. I have my I have my standards. Let's spin. Let's spin the wheel. <laughs> told you i was mulching my own property that's what that's how that last segment it started is. before it went <laughs> off the rails i i started trying to sound like the every woman paul paul is in new york paul thanks for the call what do you have for us tonight hey amber in new york we don't have kitchens on our back porch we have grills in our garage so you can you know grill in the 40 mile an hour winds and 30 uh, uh inches of snow but the one event that I would go to, <laughs> Kentucky Derby. I hear it's amazing, but you got to be in the infield, I hear. Attaboy. So that's also was something that I thought was going to come up, Joe, because a lot of people say the Kentucky Derby. My thing was the Kentucky Derby. Like, if I went to Wimbledon, at least I know something about tennis. If I went to, you know, the Masters, I do know something about golf, and I would recognize the stars. I don't follow horse racing. So Who I don't, cares? I mean, go I learn about the horses, something new man. then. Go learn about something new then. It's so right. much. I went to the Preakness sure twice, awesome. mm-hmm. which the Preakness is like the absolute. I, look, anyone who's been to the Preakness, they don't need me to go any further. The infield is the place to be. Oh, my God. What an incredible time. You don't even see the mean, horses, by the way, because he that? just said that about the Kentucky Derby. What's so much better about the infield? It's a party. It's an incredible, incredible party down there. When you're in the stands, you're partying, too. A little mm-hmm. bit classier. That's where you would be up in a suite, <laughs> probably owning one crowd. of the horses. Yeah, you'd be there. I'd be in the infield shotgunning Bud Lights. I'd just be there to wear the big hats. Let's spin the wheel. Harlan. Harlan is in Hawaii. Harlan, thanks for the call. What do you have for us? No problem, Amber. Um, I was just telling him that I had a chance. I always wanted to go to the Wimbledon. And I had to, you know, you got to put in a hit of time and put in a queue. And I got a hit for the ladies' championship. And I was like all excited. And then my wife said, No, we're going to a wedding in Malaysia. And I ended up going with her to the wedding. And I regret it every day since then. Oh, no. I mean, at least the wedding was somewhere super cool in Malaysia. But oh, my goodness. That's the worst is when you have big plans and then all of a sudden, nope, wedding. And that's the. Like wedding, birth. I mean, those are like the things that you can't get out of. Funerals, you know, it's like, okay, now I have to be there. But he got to go to Malaysia. If you're doing something, it's not like you had a wedding in, you know, right. Connecticut. Although he lives Which is probably Hawaii, not the state so. I should have used considering how many people live in Connecticut that we <laughs> work right, with. He just took but... a blowtorch to all of ESPN. Yeah. Let's Apologies. spin the wheel. Apologies, everyone. Lane, Lane is in Ohio. Lane, thanks for the call. Go ahead. Ohio State, Michigan game. So much. Oh, hate. okay. That's yeah. fair, but I assume that Lane's a fan of Ohio State, and so that was the debate that James and I were having before the show in the pre-show meeting. It's like easy to say, okay, the one sporting event is the one with my team, you know, because obviously, of course, whatever team you root for the most is the event you know the national well, yeah, title of that or the world that one's on the that. schedule that one's on the schedule james is saying he wants to see a super bowl but with his team in it it doesn't work like that in no, ohio state michigan is played every year no oh, so that one works goodness. it might Here be on the goes. schedule we don't it's, know that it's well, on yeah, the schedule could be. for the kansas could be. city chiefs to be in the super bowl every year it's a it's nice spot to schedule. be in if you're a chiefs fan you're probably going to have another opportunity somewhere
I mean, like I have seen Pretty the great. Florida Gators in a lot of things because I've been to multiple national championships in football for them. Jail's one of those places I'd have to imagine. Final Doo-doo. Four. Shh. Been to multiple Final Four appearances for the Gators. That oh, was yeah. totally unnecessary by you. I saw them win a national championship while I was standing hey. on the court <laughs> as well in basketball. Uh, but it's easy for me to just say, hey, the Gators. You know, I've already done well, that. Well, you, That's you had an event. incredible run. At the what the aughts with the football team and the we basketball did. team yeah. that was a those, were you there during that time? Those were the days, Joe. I was. Those were the days Jeez. long ago. Those were the days. Freddie and Fitzsimmons they also enjoy the days. They are coming up next here on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to ESPN Radio on the ESPN app. This has been the Joe and Amber podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from seven to nine p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel eighty. Or on your smart speaker, Joe and Amber, the podcast.